0: your brain is a muscle just like your biceps just like your chest just like your thighs just like your calves and if you don't work it out it's gonna get lazy it's not gonna know what to do and if you're working it out with junk food like you know negative thoughts and uh looking on social media and getting bogged down and thinking "Oh, i don't want to go to work and oh man i gotta go home and cook dinner you're pretty much telling yourself and the world give me more negativity i'm attracting that once you start thinking like that and you're processing that in your mind whether you like it or not whether you're not even speaking out loud you're just thinking it, you're attracting that you're attracting that energy
1: hey everyone welcome to this week's episode of please blow my mind with me will fleming Whew, never seems to be enough hours in the day it's like we're always going. <laughs> you know, one of the weird things about separating the body and mind is how you can kind of like convince yourself that it really is different. I mean, we don't really recognize simple things like the need for getting enough rest. You know, if we did really realize it, there would be no 24 hour world. We'd realize that the nighttime is sacred as is the daytime for its own reasons. But, you know, there's something about this 24-hour cycle, which, yeah, I don't know. I'm, and I'm saying this because it's late at night. What is it? Like 11 o'clock. I'm trying to do the podcast intro to this week's episode. and It's just, whew, it's awful long. on. And we can do it, but you run the risk when you burn the candle. So it's the eternal battle, right? Of trying to work out what's the right push and pull to this. And... As far as I can see, <laughs> there's no answer, but it's a feeling of trying to acknowledge it when it's there, remembering that, man, I'm a bit too tired for right now, and next time I should just, you know, take two more seconds, something like that. In this episode, I talk to Ashley Nathan, who's a Flavor Breakfast radio show host. He's He's cool. He's an awesome dude. I mean, I've been following him on social media and and coming across him. To be fair, I don't think I'm in the demographic who would listen to the Flavor show. But I've definitely seen this dude pop up here and there. And it was enough to kind of, you know, that bit in me, that instinct which says that's an interesting person to talk to. You need to reach out. That happened. So, um, yeah, reached out to Astley and he graciously gave us time to come and talk. I didn't really know too much about him when we kicked off, but but you know, as you'll hear, the story is, is deep, deeper than any brand would let you know, you know, like, when did we get in the habit that you would know someone as a radio host? I mean, they're people, they've got a story, we just happen to interject into their consciousness today so we talk about many different things including upbringing what it was like going to boarding school at the age of nine the hustle and grind of actually getting into radio and the realities behind that Um, and some really tactical tips about you know if you want to get into radio what or into like a, a job where heaps of people go into you know where the demand is high what are some things you can do to, to kind of keep the fire burning to give yourself the edge my takeaways from Ashley is you know, beautifully kind and nice but really focused right, and this is a distinction that that's the balance that you need to try and find um, like, I guess what I'm saying is there's no point being Mr. Nice Guy if you don't ask for stuff every now and then, and Ashley definitely has some stories about making sure he puts his hand up to ask you know because he has a vision for his life and and i think it's pretty amazing so at the time we recorded this i think he was doing 100 corridors, like 100 chats with people over the second lockdown period in new zealand and it's kind of exploded a bit you know he's he's really getting these 100 chats and and making deep inroads into the psyche of how we process the world around us and yeah anyways let's get into the episode because it was awesome to chat with him um i don't really have anything else apart from let's just get into it again this is a uh, Audiana tv podcast video podcast um every week please blow my mind plays on Audiana tv which you can watch every sunday night free view channel 200 or go to my bio page and have a look for the the live link to watch Audiana tv on sundays live on the internet um yeah but we're going to continue doing this having deep conversations mind-blowing conversations pushing ourselves further out there because I believe that's the only way we can grow is to expose ourselves to ideas. So, this is a TV podcast. You'll, you'll hear little ads, and I'll jump back in here and there. But that's enough talking for me for now. We jump into this week's episode with Ashley Nathan. Ashley, how are you going? Everything all right with you?
0: Yeah, it's going good. Thank you, Will. Um, I appreciate the time, and I appreciate you um, having me on your podcast. And I um, I just enjoy the fact that we're connecting and we're staying connected. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's really important during this COVID time and lockdown <laughs> um, to stay connected and and it, and it makes. I think it. I think connection for everybody is just it makes you feel good. Yeah. It makes you feel yeah. like you're loved. It makes you feel like someone wants to listen to you. Mm. It makes you feel not important but you know someone to talk to is always nice so I just appreciate being on here and thank you for having me
1: oh dude I mean I had to reach out to you when I saw your latest venture which is a what is it a hundred conversations but in the two-week lockdown am I right there mm. so, mm. so I, well, what's the math on that that's like 10 a day or something
0: it was pretty much 10 a day and I'll tell you this much <laughs> I could easily do the 10 conversations the talking's not the hard part I could talk Every minute of the day And I just genuinely enjoy connection And, and listening and, and speaking It's the editing the videos That's really hard it's like, it, it takes a lot of time I've got like five conversations banked up And I just need to get into the editing But like, ah I just like talking to people too much mm-hmm. um, But it's been an awesome journey And, and the co-papa behind that Is just um, to stay connected With our friends, family And also people that I don't know Like yourself and I think that that's really awesome as well. Like if I didn't start that journey, I never would have had this opportunity to to have a conversation with you, learn a bit about your podcast and yourself and share, you know? Yeah. So I'm really grateful for the for the journey and I'm grateful just to be here.
1: Yeah, bro, me too. And And, you know, there's this idea of connection and we have to kind of seek it out in today's world. But, I mean, there was many years that went by where this was a, a necessity like food and water and connected, you know, you had to be part of, you know, your people or you got left behind or forgotten about or eaten by some animal or something like that. And <laughs> and now we've kind of removed ourselves from it that isn't it strange, bro, that you need something like a COVID to go after this hundred conversation thing. I mean, yeah. ideally, I guess a good um, gauge on how the health of the world's going is that, that would be encouraged. And I guess it kind of is right. You're in radio. So you talk to people all the time. Um, Is there any differences you find with doing it, you know, on your own platform versus doing it, you know, I guess for, you know, radio and stuff like that, or is it still the same?
0: Um, Oh, I think personally, I find it different because Mm. for me being on my personal brand page and my personal sort of social media channels that's really Ashley like that's really me connecting with these people and opening up that um that pathway for people to connect with me as well and as much as as those pathways are open on radio I think that there's almost like this persona that you have and you put on and not not that I try to but it's just the nature of the beast right and when you put on this platform and you've got the reach that the radio station has it's, it's, a di- it's a different kettle of fish Whereas these conversations These are long-winded They're 30 minutes, 40 minutes We're not just, you know, doing one break We were talking about, hey, when was the last time Your pet embarrassed you It's like, hey, how are you? How's life? How are you going in COVID? And, it, and it's a long-winded platform So I, I personally love the long chats and really getting to know people. So I think there is a little bit of a difference there and there's not so much of an agenda um, um, because at the end of the day, radio stations, right? We're, 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 we're there to make money. It's a commercial business. Yeah. And as us as announcers and broadcasters, we like to connect to the people, but then when you, when you, you know, broaden your spectrum and you actually see what the business is, Hmm. it's there to make money so you know if, as much as i'd want to talk to someone for 30 minutes and and have a talk we can't do that you know what i mean it's just not part of the business
1: hmm.
0: so i really enjoy it i'm loving it I'm really, <laughs> I'm really i'm really excited like it's so nice to just talk to people and be able to have that time
1: bro do you think that the like do you ever think forward a little bit about media i mean i guess i asked that for a couple of reasons that You know, I the thing that captured me about the podcast was it was uh, in some not officially, but it seemed to be the antidote to structure. And uh, you know, in the early days, it was a little bit like what I imagine radio was like in the early days. You know, we're doing this thing, and all the television and film people think we're silly, but we're doing it anyway. And there's this kind of amateur side to it, which, but you you know, it's quickly caught up. You know, everyone's got the microphones now, and you can plug it into your computer and do all these things, I just wonder where the future goes. And if you ever think about that stuff, you know, if it's like maybe it's somewhere in the middle of, um, you know, this professional side versus kind of amateur or, you know, is it long form like these three-hour conversations or is it TikTok where it's 15 seconds? I mean, maybe it's everything. But one of the things I wonder is if we're coming up today what do you pin your hopes on? You know, it's not so clear who to follow and what is a, so I guess there's a bit there, bro. But uh, yeah, I guess the first thing is, do you kind of think forward as to what this whole thing you're doing will eventuate in?
0: Um, For me, I've I've always just had a passion for media Mm. and a passion for video and a passion for broadcasting. Mm. So I think that I'm in the right place for where I'm supposed to be and I really enjoy it. Uh, But yes, I'm a very ambitious person. I do think about the future. I think about my future all the time. I think about um, my longevity in radio. How do I create a long lasting career and a legacy of something that I'm proud of? Um, I think about if I was to lose my job at the end of the year, like what would I do? And um, in terms of the media landscape, for me, I think that I think that it's in doing what you believe in and what you what's your passion if you if you follow that and you chase that whether that's a podcast whether it's a a vlog YouTube series or you know trying to be a presenter or creating a television station or being a streamer on Twitch for gaming if you're if you're passionate about it and you enjoy it that's going to bring out the best product and I think people just enjoy seeing authentic, real selves. And that's where I see media going in the future because we all just want real conversation. We all just want the person to be their real self. If you swear 10 times every minute, that's you. That's your being. If you're um someone who likes to let, let, let let's just go outrageous and say let's um someone who does a different fart on a podcast every day. There will be an audience out there for you yep. if you're passionate about it and, and you enjoy it. So I think that it I think that it's gonna go away from sort of there'll always be everything, your TikToks, your YouTubes, your whatever. But I think that personal branding mm. and and, and and doing things that you're passionate about in your personal brand is probably the future, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, bro. And Look, it's a good opinion. The one thing I did think, though, was we kind of have a version of that in the comment section on Facebook, for example. Mm-hmm. Any bugger can say anything. Mm-hmm. And now it's freaking the world out, right? Because we're like, how dare you say that? Or you're not allowed to say that. And who's allowed to say what? And I sit there sometime and I'm like, this is... This is what happens when you tell people they could do whatever they want. They reveal, well, they do it under a certain amount of safety, I guess, because you're not in front of people. Mm. But still, there's this um, blind spot we seem to have, which is just because I'm typing it or putting it up, um, it, it exists, you know? And I have to catch myself sometimes after lots and lots of podcasts, making sure that who's the person I'm bringing across you know is it the same person that my family gets to see or is it just this will who because i don't know man like you kind of talked about the radio station and you know there's a version of yourself and i've been i've always tried to just keep it to how i am but we are different in different circumstances, you know and and i'm different when i'm will dad and different when i'm colleague will but it'd be nice to try and find out who are those people i'm talking about when it comes to me and can I line them up so that they're just well, you know, and I guess maybe that's, maybe that's a journey for older age or something like that. But um, I think
0: that's always going to be something that we deal with because um, the fact of the matter is once you push that recall button and the red light goes on, um, it's different, man. Um, but you. you <laughs> you can you can be as authentic as you as you think you want to be but at the end of the day like as you just said you're going to speak to your wife or your partner or your kids you're going to be a different person right even when the record button goes on i project my voice louder yes so that it's clearer mm. and that that's a different being you know what i mean i might be saying the same things but there's a different persona and there's a different sort of energy coming out mm. and that's just because I just think that that's right for a podcast. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know that—that's just how I see it. Yeah. Um, but I think if we just try and be as authentic and as loving and as caring as possible, and as long as you got love in your heart and that's you're, it. you know, and you and you're not, you know, hurting someone or mm. discriminating or whatever that might be, then I yeah. think that's that's okay.
1: Yeah, bro. Like I've been saying a lot at the moment. Look, my intense rock solid. My execution may be a bit wobbly from time to time, and I get it. You know, I'm a creative person, and I hard on sleeve, and all these type of things. But intense, rock solid. So even in the bad stuff, it's like, oof. I thought I thought I was doing something, doing a solid, but I was actually unconsciously, you know, doing something a bit silly. So yeah, it's a it's a good thing. Hey, bro, what do you call it in radio when you like go to an ad break? Because I'm about to go to an ad break, but you're like the first broadcaster that I've had on the podcast. <laughs> and I want to like, I want to learn a little bit because what i normally try and do is like listen to what the, you're saying look at my timer here and then say all right well we're going to pick up on this little bit is that roughly how you guys do
0: that's exactly what i'll do so i would be like <laughs> uh look coming up next we're going to talk about astley's digital detox and yeah. <laughs> find out how it treated him whatever it might be yeah. <laughs> and then um
1: we're just going to go pay the bills <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right i'm going I'm to use that we're going to go to a break and we'll be back right in a second Okay, team. Just gonna keep this super short. Wanna thank the Patreon, Patreon supporters. Uh, we, who we got there? We got uh Chris. Uh, we got a uh, James. And who else we got there? We got a uh, uh, Daniel. Yes, you three chats blow my mind because each and every week you support the podcast. If you're a new listener here, you might be asking, how do they do that? Well. And that's a good question. They simply go to patreon.com forward slash please blow my mind. And they jump in there and donate $10 per month to the work that goes on for please blow my mind. So it's pretty cool to know that. Yeah that people are supporting. And if you want to be one of those people, you are most welcome to jump over to Patreon, support your mate, Will, and uh, we'll keep building this slowly but steady. All that money goes directly to this podcast to bring you the video, to bring you the audio, to bring you the guests, of variety. So, yeah, if you would consider supporting, that would be awesome. And um, again, Thank you to the Patreon supporters. You blow my mind. Uh, Cool, brother. So, yeah, man, um, look, there's plenty of other things that I want to dig deep in. But if we just go back a bit, if you're cool with that, what's your pathway into the media landscape? Like, is is this something that you wanted to do from a youngster? Like, did you have mentors kind of who um, guided you a little bit? How did you get into radio?
0: Um, are we is this is this yeah, part of yeah, it, or yeah, bro? Yeah, oh, yeah, cool, awesome. yeah, b- uh, yeah sorry. no, sorry, I just cool.
1: went straight in. I was like, boom, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> I was like, we're not back, we're just straight <laughs> in. Okay, um, oh, yeah, so for me, um, so I went to Dorothy School, I studied there, I went um, from the age of nine to 18, full time boarder. Uh, there's a school for underprivileged kids, and mm. at the end of my years at Dilworth I got a scholarship to go to AUT Sweet. and um, I went to AUT I studied Maori media and I got my degree uh, which was awesome I really enjoyed my time and I think the degree helped me definitely but after graduating it was really hard to find a job um, there's just like what hundreds of graduates and communications is a massive degree when it goes to university because everybody wants to be a presenter. Everyone wants to be on radio. Everyone wants to be the face of something because it's exciting. You know, It's, it's, It's a cool job. So it took me about two and a half years, I think to even get a foot in the door. So I was doing bits and bobs here and there. I was working at cafes. I was, um, I was at a printing company for a while, just printing out business cards. And then um, the opportunity came up in Flavor to be the online. It was called an online producer. Yeah. So essentially what that was, was the person who contented the website, did the social media, did the Facebooks, the Instagrams. And after these two years, I was kinda just really upset to be honest. I was like, am I ever gonna get a shot? So I, know that I, I know that I've got the goods. I know that I want to be in this industry, but no one's giving me a chance, you know? So instead of sending in a CV, like a piece of paper, I, I made a video. And the reasoning behind that was, I don't think that I can describe and show an, an employer who actually is on an A4 piece of paper. Right. I can't show you my ambition. Mm-hmm. I can't show you my willingness to work my drive, my attention to detail, the fact that I can learn fast. So I made a video and I, it was pretty much just Ashley. I was doing a bit of jokes, so I was making it funny, A couple of editing techniques, you know, really just me in the video. And I got an interview after that video and I met the boss and it was funny because they had actually already pretty much signed somebody, it was a girl, she had already been signed. And then the guy that was hiring at the time, he wasn't the boss of Flavor. He was the boss of the online team. And he was like, oh, bro, I think you need to meet this guy. I know we're close to like signing this check, but I think you need to meet this guy because of the video. Had an interview with the Flavor boss at the time. His name was Hayden Hattie. And I just came in. I was like, hey, bro, this is me. Um, and we had a good old chat. And he's like, yeah, you're in.
1: Wow. I in my
0: shop. And I was like, awesome. And I was so grateful because it was the first kind of opportunity that I had to really spread my wings in the media industry. And I just took it and ran with it. So I did the um, online website contenting and did really well, you know, got some good numbers for flavor, broke some records, like, you know, did my stuff. And then I was also creating digital content on the side for flavor. So I was doing all these videos and I was like trying to just trying to do as much as possible. If there's any opportunities that came up, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Do you want to go on the street and do this? Yep, I'll do it. Do you want to um, go to this event? Yep, I'll be there. And I always kind of made my intentions clear that, yeah, I was here and I would I would go on air if the opportunity ever arose. And one night, the night show host got sick and my boss came in and he's like, yo, do you want to go on radio? Go, yep, <laughs> hard. So I got thrown in the deep end, um, had my first show. Oh, my gosh, it was do you remember it? it wasn't a good yeah i remember it it yeah. wasn't recorded or anything i don't have it i wish i did because yeah. oh man i'd love to hear that again but i remember just shouting out my mom all that mom like <laughs> shout out to my mom i'm on the radio That's shout awesome. out to my auntie out in brisbane you know it was just like man, it was a, it was a crazy night and then i think the night show host was sick for like maybe a month later he was a sick for like a week i got the night show had that little stint there for a week And then at the time I was kind of coming up to the end of my contract And My FM caught whisper of it And the boss at the time came over and he's was like um, Look I've heard really good things about you The team over here um, They speak highly of you And there's a position uh, To be the assistant content director So that's, it sounds like a big title mm. But really it's just Like the errands boy for The boss of the station Yeah and I was like, yeah, man, like, definitely won't turn down the opportunity. Uh, thank you for the, like, you know, approaching me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went back to my uh, team at the time. I was like, look, dude, uh, someone's offered me an opportunity over, over the other side. Uh, I want to let you know, and I haven't said anything. I haven't accepted it. I haven't got any contracts, but I love where I work. I love the team. I love everything about flavor. And I'm a loyal person. So I just wanted to give you the heads up and and kind of let you know. He was kind of a little bit shitty, to be honest. He was like, that kind of old school mentality. Oh, if you want to go, then go. He he settled down and um, he talked to his bosses, the higher ups, and they came back and they're like, look, we really appreciate you. We think you're a great worker. We don't want you to leave the company. Um, Would you like the night show next year? And I go, oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hard out. 100%. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna I want to stay and I want to do the night show. Then I got the night show and kind of ran with that for about six months. And then after six months, the boss at the time, same guy, came in and he's like, Yep, you've been doing a good job. Um, you've been doing these videos and stuff. How would you like to go on drive? And I was like, Oh, far out. Okay. Yeah, man. Keen to go on drive. And I went on drive, signed a contract to go on drive for two years and after that uh about halfway through the second year they were like hey doing well really enjoy it you're up to um how would you like to go on breakfast Mm -hmm. yeah that's where i want to be and that was kind of like the journey to where i am now
1: wow so Um, what does covid mean for this are you guys still in the studio are you at home are you how does that work
0: yeah, so we are essential workers. Yep. Um, so we still go to the studio. So my day is actually pretty normal.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: the only thing that's different about work is there's just not that many people. Yeah. So there's no, not really any, anyone in the office. There's no sort of like uh, sales people or sales reps or anything like that. It's all just the announcers and the producers and that's about it. Yeah. So mm. life's pretty normal for me, man. Like, If anything, it's, it's easier because I just go on and do the show and they're like, mm. get out.
1: <laughs> as soon as was finished,
0: get out, go home. You need to go home. So I'm like, sweet, go home, do the mahi, and then, uh, and then come home.
1: Yeah, bro. And what about like trying to find the balance of tone, you know, with obviously the sh- – look, and I say this stuff without being really in the know. I'm assuming uh, – and I have to say that because I'm torn. I think it's awesome people being at home, you know, because I think it sucks when you're at work all the time, you know, and I think that's stressful. And – I don't like people having to go to work all the time just to do this. So there is a side of me, which is like, it's awesome to be at home, but I know that's not everyone's story and maybe home is not fun and and all of that kind of stuff. But I guess when you're thinking about um, producing a show for, for people listening, what's the right level of humor versus kind of pick me up. And is that something that you're consciously um, thinking about or you're just trying to hang with people?
0: Oh, I think it's interesting because when you go into the studio, you're still a human being, right? So you still get affected by the news that's around and you still have a bad day every now and then and you have a good day here and there, so... As much as I'd like to say, you know, I know what I'm gonna do every day. It's like sometimes you just you just can't you just mm-hmm. you just can't help it. But yeah. so I guess my general sort of consensus on the show, especially during lockdown, is I just try and be positive. I try and spread uh, spread positive energy, and I try and stay upbeat, and I just try and remind people to be grateful. Um, because at the end of the day you know, you might be stuck at home for a couple of weeks and you know, that sucks. And you might be working from home and it might be hard with the kids and whatever's going on in your situation. But I, I literally had a game of fortnight. I was in a tournament on Sunday and I was playing with a, with an eight year old and he had cancer last year and he had a year of treatment. And I'm like, man, is my life and is your life really that bad? No, I don't think so. I've been had to deal with something like that in my life. So, I always just try and just stay positive, but also remind people, man, we're, we're, all, we're all good. We're okay. Yeah, you know, we can true. get through this. Mm. Everything's going to be fine. And yeah. that's the kind of energy that I like myself. So I can only try and be my authentic self on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if that's not good enough, then, and if that's not what people want, then hey, it is what it is. But to me, that's the way I want to deliver it. So yeah, that's how I'm going to deliver it.
1: Well, look, and I think it just sounds very logical and awesome. And if I don't think if people say they don't want that, they're masking that with something else, right? Like, because we've all got stuff to work on. But who the hell doesn't want positivity and <laughs> lift me up? Like, this is this is the essence of how we, how we need to survive, you know? I've read those horrible studies of, uh, you know, uh, I believe in war-torn countries where there were babies where people didn't talk to and like they died. They need to have, we need connection, you know? And I think what's interesting is we get it in this algorithm or social media or this digital way, but it kind of, I think we all know deep down, it's not quite enough. So it's okay to um, kind of a surrogate, but it'll, you know, it's like a vitamin. You need it. Eh? You need that in person. So I, look, I think one of the interesting things will be to see the kind of hopefully what this brings on as new industries of you know, we need to get together. We just need to do it carefully, but we need to like, you know, I don't know if you ever watch those shows where they have those experts with micro expressions and they can tell things about you. And like, um, they can tell by shaking your hand or reading your pulse and stuff like that. Uh Like there's this whole other language, right. That we speak and it's not in digital form. It's based on, I don't know, chemicals or interactions with people and smells and, you know, like really deep down stuff that we've totally, um, I don't know. We just threw that stuff out and said, no, nah, no, nah, it's all about, I don't know, whatever else it is. But bro, I'd like to, um, after the break, uh, I guess you've raised a couple things in this chat with me that I want to follow up on. One of them is, um, you know, it comes across as a, a bit of drive that you got, you know, that you had to stick out those two years and stick out the, the night shift and take the opportunity. And, you know, like it definitely wasn't, doesn't sound like it's handed to you on a platter. And, I think people really respond to that, including me, because because that's what we want to hear. We want to hear that our hard work and our worry is for something, you know, yeah. that that it means something when you take the punt and say, hey, uh, they want me over here, so what do you want to do, you know, because those things backfire sometimes, you know, and it's yeah. not always easy to be brave and put your hand up and say I'm worth it. So I guess I'd just like to pick up in the um, next segment on just where that kind of internal drive for you comes you know i think that's something we overlook as a as people we're just like oh he's got he's going for it it's like why yeah. why yeah. are you using the good power or the bad power or a mixture or two uh, and the other thing is just like maybe just daring to dream for others who are watching this or listening and they're like man i want to follow my whatevers but yeah. i don't know where to start so yeah we'll take a little break Okay, team, nothing really to report here. So <laughs> I'm recording this podcast intro too late in the evening. So, yeah, I think I'll just um, say thank you for listening again and let's get back into the podcast with Ashley. Ashley, we're back. Uh, yeah, man. So I don't know. One thing I picked up on, you were talking about like going to Dilworth, was it at eight? I mean, that's yeah, pretty yeah. young. Nine, nine years old, nine, yeah, yeah. It's young to go to school with a bunch of others. And uh, uh, what are those memories for you, bro? Like, because I, I went to boarding school, but not till 13. So that was traumatic. What was eight, uh, nine years old like?
0: Yeah, see, um, like, Doris is a very special school for me, and I love the place, man. Mm. I have nothing but love for Doris yeah. School. It's really shaped and helped shape the man that I am today, um, and, it, and it's a special school because it's a school for underprivileged kids, so every every boy that goes there, it's only a boys' school, um, comes from an underprivileged background, so it's just a really special, special school. Uh, my case was I had a solo parent, so when I was young, uh, I grew up with my mom. she looked after me, gave me a great life, and I really still to this day just have the utmost love and respect for her. She's probably my number one role model. And um, she just pretty much sat me down and goes, look, um, I think you should go to Dilworth. I think it'll be an amazing opportunity for you. It'll help me out. Um, The school's got great opportunities and I don't know if I'll be able to get those for you. So, I think it'll be a good decision and it'll help me. The main, the main thing was, it'll help me. And I go, okay, sweet, all good. And ever since she told me that, I was like, I, I went into the interviews, did whatever I could to kind of put my best foot forward. And I was lucky enough to be one of the 20 that got accepted in, in year five, nine years old. And I never looked back. Um, I absolutely love the place. I've got brothers there that I'll never, ever lose. Um, they're blood brothers and we're still connected to this day and from when i was nine so um i just loved it i loved boarding school i loved hanging out with my mates i loved staying there playing sports it was just everything was, I, I just enjoyed it
1: mm-hmm. oh man and and i guess what's special for me is to hear like when you were saying you were giving shout outs to people on that first shot you got in the radio you know it's like that meant something right, because the sacrifice mum had to make yeah. to you know it's it's something well, yeah, go do this because I know we'll be banking for later, but there's still a lot of evenings missing out, eh, on mm. those times, and i I mean look, I also went to boarding school at thirteen and but it <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know. I wasn't a, I didn't have those real positive rem- memories from it, mm, you know. And mm, I don't know if mm. it's just because it was Auckland Grammar School, and you know, there's this young oh, half. Auckland Grammar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So little half young Raro kid, and the rest were bogans, and they didn't quite know mm. what to do with me, and I guess I rolled my own way. But I guess it was all right. But I always thought, oh man. You know, I I would have been sweet to be at home. And, and maybe that's just because I'm the youngest of, you know, three brothers and sisters always had people around me. And then all of a sudden I wasn't the center of attention, you know, but in in some ways, like I've looked back on those and I thought, no, that's a gift actually, because, you know, there's, there's nothing good comes of being a spoiled brat. You know and it get, will get you into trouble, and it has it actually hasn 't been fun, uh, so what am I? nearly forty now, but you know twenties and half of my thirties was still acting as if it will all be fine but it's you 've got to work for it, you know, and that 's the weird thing that people kind of it's your own journey to go through, you know? Um, and I think it's just easier when you go through it a bit younger. Uh, so, and there's some levels of that still in me, which is like, oh, you know, I'll chase my dreams and stuff. But I definitely don't want to be, you know, the interesting guy who's going out chasing his dreams still at 50. I'm like, mm. nah, man, 10 years and <laughs> i got to get this, you know, because then it's time to pass that on. Otherwise, you're just the man child walking around. And, and so that's why it's like, I don't know. COVID for me awoke that, you know, to say,
0: what, what is your dream? What, what are you, yeah. is your dream to be a full-time podcaster? Is that no, no. the passion? What is it?
1: Like, Essie, the weird thing for me is that I, I grew up in a way where I had so much love and support and resource that I don't, I didn't really need to burn a candle for a dream. You know, life life was yeah. wicked. It's, it's bit me in the butt as an adult because I've had to try and relearn as to, you know, um, why do bad things happen? You know, I don't understand it. I don't understand why people can't just get along with each other. I don't understand why there's not enough for everyone, why things can't be fair, because that's all I witnessed growing up. You know, I came from these two cultures where, um, you know, both were nice to me both loved me and both held me up and projected me forward the area it's just i've had to really do some work on is like that's definitely not the standard case for everybody so i guess when you say what's my dream well i don't know exactly but like i have uh, and this will sound cheesy but um it sounds really cheesy actually like i have a lot of love to give you know and and that's why i say my intent is rock solid because because i'm not um dealing with too much apart from what's in front of me and and trying to get over you know growing up as a bit of a spoiled brat uh i think that it's exactly what the world needs is a little bit of um uh you know, there's plenty of people telling you to grind it out and do this and just, you know, work in the evenings and all that stuff. But I don't really hear too many people saying, you know, what's really awesome is, uh, I don't know, trying to, uh, if, if you get married, trying to stay married because the statistics are against most people that it's really hard. You know, I, I, I like the little things. And I think the little things are always overlooked. Like we'll say to people, you know, uh, find love in your life. And, I don't reckon we sit down and say how hard that is. That's it. That's, like you, that's the hardest thing, you know? Oh, yeah. There's so many <laughs> You're intricacies. <telling> me. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, and we just say it, you know, like find a good job. It's like, well, hold on a minute. What do you mean by that? Because there's so many levels which we just take for granted. So, you know, I get myself into a bit of trouble because I'm not a fan of like words that we think mean something but don't i don't like words like mindfulness i don't like words like mental health i don't like words like love i i I really love what they mean but you can't stare at them and expect them to be something they're a conglomerate of things you know like like health is not anything it's just a mixture of things that you have to pull together yourself so uh I guess for me, I'd like to be able to find a way to explore those, you know, I guess scientifically and metaphorically. That's what the podcast does for me. I'm able to um, test ideas on a variety of people. and, And I guess we were speaking a bit in the DMs about, you know, like something I'm really learning a lot at the moment is breathing and how this influences our day to day. You know, it's the little things we think. We just breathe, but no, we don't. We breathe based on what's around us, and the breath influences our mind, and and then our mind tells us what to do. And it's like all these things are happen, happening simultaneously. And um, you know, if you look at the statistics on when they say mental health, like a lot of these things tie back to just you know, anxiety is driven by fight or flight, and fight or flight is driven by your breathing and your nervousness and it not being able to turn off, you know? And I just think, um,
0: so like sorry, bro. Data, yeah. Data bro. State as well. Mm, mm. You know, I think like the first seven years of your life, your brain is in data state and that's the formative years of your life. And if your first seven years is, you know, not filled with love and color and excitement and stuff like that, it can, it can definitely affect you later on in life. And part of that is the breathing, and, and when we're getting older, we are starting to understand positive affirmations and you know the science behind that. Like, it's all things that, as you said, can um contribute to your health overall, but it's not just one thing. Health is
1: yeah. <laughs> so big, yeah, bro. And life is like that too, right? we just huge. like, oh my we, gosh, yeah, yeah, and we kind of have to, in some ways, you know, that's where the idea of a brand and i would be interested to know what you think about this. You know, it's like, that's our brand and that's who I am. Or that's who we are. But there is a danger too of like locking ourselves into this thing. Because I think one of the beauties is like, we physically change, you know, you go from young kid. Is there party you yeah. But that's all right. sounds like you got some,
0: Couple
1: kids riding on bikes, playing all this music on the speakers. See, life is chaos. That's great. It's happening. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, look, plenty of things that we're diving into, and uh, we'll go to a quick break, and we'll come back, man. And uh, look, I guess I'd just like to pick your brains about well, two things. You know, if you how you've processed, um, you know, the days that aren't good you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, strategies and tools. Great. And and then maybe if someone's listening on Audiana TV or on the podcast space and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. Ashley sounds like me, it's just that I'm doing construction or something else. And I want to have a go at this other side of stuff too, you know, where I get to be creative and share who I, you know, really am. Uh, maybe just a, a few tips and tricks, you know, and even for the older people out there too, right? Uh, just because uh, you're not the young whippersnapper doesn't mean you can't go off and show the world whatever it is you want to. So um, yeah, that'd be cool, bro. If we just uh, stay with us and be back in a second. Hey team. It's the last little break here, so I just want to quickly mention that that if you don't know, I'm heavily invested in the breathing world. I've been learning how to help us breathe better. Now, I don't want to do a huge sell, but I will say it's all about the nose and it's all about reducing the rate of oxygen we take in. And push out so we are chronically over breathing in this world why are we doing that life is busy stress is at an all-time high mental health is something that seems to be on every roadside corner information or you know manifestations of poor mental health it's rampant what can we do we can slow the breath what does that do it slows the mind and what does that do it gives us a wider view of the world if you're interested in learning a bit more i've started a company called manava breathing m-a-n-v-a breathing you can find us on instagram or you can just touch base with me manava breathing is slow nasal breathing with the pillars of this the breath helps the mind to rise up breathe slow breathe deep i look forward to sharing a new breath with you soon of been on a bit of a journey Uh, it's it's fun chatting to you I hope I haven't been talking too much when I get a bit excited my fight or flight takes over and I'm like I want to say more I want to say more good good
0: no um, I I love listening as well you know I love learning your story as I said it's good to be connected and I don't want to be sitting there talking too much either (laughs) so I like it I appreciate
1: it ah sweet bro so um Ashley, have you, uh, you know, I guess we see the version of you which is correct, like, and I think about this a lot, the version we put ourselves in public should be one we're proud of, you know, and should be one we aim to aspire to be. Um, you know, even if sometimes we're faking it till we're making it, we definitely have to put the front foot forward and hope the other catches up. And, and, and from, you know, the stuff I've seen from you and, you know, it just, I, I don't know, I... I would assume a lot of people explain to you, you just come across as a genuine person. And I guess that's, that's something that um, you may or may not have influenced, but I suspect not. It's just you, you know, and that seems to have worked for you. But on those days where, you know, I don't know, you're, you're trying to process uh, the world around you or it's all too much. Is there things that you've implemented in your life, bro, which, you know, you can lean on in the tougher times?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and look, I'm not a perfect man, and there's definitely days where I go like, you know, have bad days. And especially, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I just want to give props to this 60-day digital detox because in the past, I've told myself that I'm working on myself and I'm taking care of my mentality and I'm working on my inner being. And I think looking back, I'm like, I think I was... Lying to myself You know I was like yeah I'm, I'm, yeah I'm working on myself But really I still have those Underlying Problems Or issues That everyone has Right Everyone has Whatever they have going on in their lives And I'm no different mm-hmm. um, But the 60 day Digital detox Really helped me to Get a routine in place And find those tools To be able to deal with Those challenging days And challenging moments A lot better And um, one of them that I think of straight away is my gratitude book, Mm -hmm. a little gratitude book. And every day I try and write five to 10 things that I'm grateful for. And I remember I I finished the detox about three weeks ago and there's a few things going on and I was just stressing out because I was back in the real world. And I'm like, oh my God, am I getting on social media? And my brain started ticking again, right? In the 60 days, I was nice, I was calm, I was just taking and everything around me, just being grateful. But then when that finished, I was like, oh my gosh, all this busy noise came back in, which I was trying to get away from. And then, it was about a couple of days ago, actually, and I was like, I haven't written in my book in a while. And I haven't meditated, and I haven't done any positive affirmations. And I did that like two nights ago. And just to have those tools ready to go and to do that and I felt instantly better was such a cool feeling for me, you know? I was like, I've built in those routines and those tools through that 60 days that I can always go back to. And if anything, I realized that I need to keep doing that throughout my life. So I think meditation, uh, positive affirmations, gratitude, being grateful. Like those, are, And I know, again, it sounds cheesy. It sounds cheesy. But that genuinely worked for me. Like out of my 60 days, I had 55 good to great days. The 55 good to great days. Majority of those being great days. And that to me was, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't even string together potentially four good to great days before the digital detox. And then in that 60 days, 55 days, so I was like, man, this definitely works. And regardless of if it works for you or for this person or that person or whoever's listening for me, it did. So like, I was just, yeah, uh, like those are the tools that I'm always going to go back to. Um, and I think the positive affirmations one is, is, is huge as well. But actually all three of them, gratitude book, positive affirmations and meditation like they changed my life they really did
1: and and i would kind of kick myself later because if i was watching or listening to this i'll be like what do you mean give me some examples so if we just take those three ideas Mm -hmm. so uh the meditation do do you have uh, uh, something you follow
0: so, I kind of, the, 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 the digital detox that I did was about reprogramming my self-belief, right? Because my beliefs before the digital detox, as much as people might have thought, oh, your is are good and you know he's happy and he's like, whatever that might be. I, I had my struggles, right? I was going through things in my life, mm. um, had some relationship dramas. And, and these are things that you just don't want to share on the radio, right? Yep. I don't, it, it's, it's respectful. I don't want to talk about my situation mm. to the public, like that's not all good. Um, but the, the digital detox was from a guy called Wesley Virgin and he gave a link for a meditation and it was a 20-minute meditation link and it was just a bit of music that kind of triggered the fade of brainwaves and essentially my schedule in the morning was I'd wake up First thing I do In the first 30 minutes That you wake up Your brain is in theta state So you're so much more Receptive to things So If you wake up And you go on your phone And you see social media And something triggers you negatively That can really affect your day So the first thing I'd do When I woke up Was I would either I would I'd do a meditation 20 minutes Sit there Breathe It's funny that Like this is why I was so interested In your breathing techniques Because Breathing is so key In meditation as well So I was like Yeah man Breathing is a massive part Of, of, of everything that I did Breathe Don't think about too much Just focus on my breathing That was essentially the morning meditation 20 minutes, don't even have to get up Lie in bed Four seconds in Eight seconds out That was essentially the morning Get up, do my stuff, get into my day I did a midday meditation And the midday meditation Was really, really, really strong And this one was about visualizing Who you are as a person like, who is this? What am I about? What do I want to be about? What, where do I see myself in five years? And once you start to visualize that, you start easy in the first couple of days, but once you start to get a bit of a picture of yourself and you're again, you know what? That's who I want to be. You start thinking, who am I? And you go, I am that. And it's visualizing that you are that person right now. And for me, the things that I was kind of visualizing was I'm a positive person. I'm a positive energy. I am love. I am a leader. Um, that was essentially like my big focus is on um, through the 60 days. And then at night, similar to the morning, just get in bed just before you go to sleep. Same, same in the morning, same at night. 30, 30 minutes before you go to sleep, your brain goes into theta state and you're so much more receptive. So if you're filling that time with meditation and being grateful, um, you just feel like a, like a better being. It just brings in that positivity into your life. So 20 minutes morning, 20 minutes midday, 20 minutes at night. And then I just started to vary it because I started to get a little bit over the same song. So I've changed the music or I started to implement positive affirmations and they really helped. Um, And you can chop and change. You know, you can do a meditation in the morning and a positive affirmation at night. You can do a positive affirmation in the morning, meditation at night. But yeah, that was essentially my schedule and um, the positive affirmation was real easy. You just find something on Spotify or YouTube with positive affirmations for, to start my day. And then they pretty much just go, I am love. <laughs> I am going to make connections today. I am worthy of people's love, you know, all of that stuff. And and, and as cheesy as it sounds, it really, really, really helped me It put me in a positive place. I felt like every day I was going in and really going in with a positive mind frame. I was so much more open, less reactive. Um, Everything kind of opened up. I felt like opportunities were coming to me as well. A lot more opportunities. Like it was almost like I opened the door to launching my life and my career and everything. So yeah, that was kind of, hopefully that was a bit, a bit of an explanation.
1: Uh, and it, it, it totally is right. It totally is. And you, you won't know this because you said it, but for those of us listening, it's like, Oh good. You gave us a, a good running map of something to aim towards, right? This is the bit that we all forget. We, we assume people know what you mean by stuff. Not you, but in general, it's like, oh, just do this and do that. It's like, no, no, give it, give me a bit more. Now I know I need, I can find that stuff on YouTube. I just, I got to do it first thing in the morning and I'm going to hit that 20 minutes, you know? and And I can't help but think in this world, we need a bit more cheesy because everything's so you know so straight and it's like it's so logic well or fake or whatever it is it's so narrative based that these feelings that we you know i guess kiwis traditionally aren't that good at processing it's it's it it is the thing i think that will help us and um and people like yourself uh well firstly saying that stuff i'm just grateful you know i think it's really good i think it's really good and i kind of get a bit of a kick that I know this is the only podcast on this TV platform, and I know we're the only ones having this type of chat. And I love it's it. It's cool, isn't it? It's cool. so, that's so cool. It, that's what I, th- I think. This will be quite normal soon, but right now it's still like, yes, we get to slip in these cool little things that that people watching will be like, oh, sweet. You know, I, we don't assume that everyone knows that the power of what you're talking about, you know, um, oh, the, man, four, the four seconds. Yeah. yeah.
0: Seriously. I used to, you know, I used to train all the time. I go mm. to the gym five times a week and these 60 days was the first time that I really trained my mentality and I kid you not like it changed my life. Like your, your brain is a muscle just like your biceps, just like your chest, just like your thighs, just like your calves. And if you don't work it out, you're going to get lazy. It's not going to know what to do. And if you're working it out with junk food, like you know, negative thoughts and uh, looking on social media and getting bogged down and thinking, oh, I don't want to go to work. And oh man, I got to go home and cook dinner. You're pretty much telling yourself and the world give me more negativity. I'm attracting that. Once you start thinking like that and you're processing that in your mind, whether you like it or not, whether you're not even speaking out loud, you're just thinking it, you're attracting that you're attracting that energy but if you flip the switch and you start to focus on your mentality and train it and do your positive affirmations and really focus on your meditations or whatever it might be for you i think uh, a lot of other people put it in um, uh, religion like having faith in god same same if you're thinking positive and you're thinking that your life is on track and you're thinking that i'm in the right place that i'm supposed to be you create that energy for yourself and that pathway. And then the more that you invest in it and the more that you kinda you know, really take that journey on, the more you'll get the benefits out of it. And I just want everyone to know that it's there and it helped me and it worked for me. And the number one rule out of all of this that I kinda gathered when I was through my 60 days was love yourself. You know, love yourself. There was days where I broke the digital detox and there was days when I didn't do three meditations and there was days when, you know, I did this and that, but I never, ever, ever went, oh, oh, why didn't you do the three meditations? Oh, you're failing the big digital detox. Oh, you're not doing it right. It's like, no, we're all human. You know what I mean? And if you're not going to love yourself, man, like who is going to love you? You know, that's all part of it.
1: I think that's really key, oh, bro. I'm um, two things. I can't wait to edit that up into its own little clip. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's those you know clips online that everyone's got some <laughs> fancy music behind it, and people gonna love it. But um, uh, look, TV Land has told me that our time's up, um, so I just want to thank you, bro, for taking the time to join us in this kind of uh, you know somewhat ring fenced um, scenario we have. But I definitely feel like uh you know, I think what needed to come across came across. And I'm so super grateful for your time. Um, where can people follow you if they want to just track your journey, you know?
0: Oh, man. Uh, you can just follow me on LinkedIn, Ashley Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> i got my big boy pants on now. <laughs> uh, and of course, Instagram at Ashley Nathan. It's just my name. Um, yeah. If you want to come check it out and follow the journey and follow the at All 100, that's where they'll be.
1: Awesome. And just one last thing, because we I was going to ask you about tips for getting into radio, but do you mind if after this, we record a little bit, on Instagram and um, so people watching they can jump over and have a look uh, just if they're keen on you know tips to get into radio you know something like that but thanks again brother and um, yeah really thank you stay safe and we'll we'll hopefully catch up in one day in person if that's allowed in the future. (laughs)
0: 100% thank you so much for having me.
1: Boom team that's us wrapping it up super quick I'm tired. It's late, but we did it. Ashley, thank you, brother, for joining us, and thank you to each of you who have downloaded this podcast, who have supported this podcast. If you're not keen to jump over, not it's not that you're not keen. If you're, you know, if you prefer to find other ways to support this podcast, you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That helps keep us at the good points of the algorithm you can share the podcast with a friend you can like the podcast you can just send me a message saying i like the podcast (laughs) i mean i always say that to people who reach out to me you know um i think everyone assumes people reach out but they don't and i i know we think we do but we don't you know so look i just want to appreciate everybody who joins me on the podcast and who follows the podcast and contributes to the podcast. You know, it's a very family vibe and there's a bit of responsibility there if you're part of the family. So we take that responsibility and we high-five each other as we push forward together. Okay, team, that's us for another week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. But. Most-